Hi everybody, and welcome to our review of the California Ghost King's three-track EP called Slingshot. My name is Holden and Stefan Roy. And hey guys, it's your lady friend Bonnie. And we'll be doing our album review for California Ghost King's three-track project, Slingshot. And it's great to be uh, discussing the Mr. California Ghost King in, uh, one more time. Mm-hmm. This is a bonus episode of the Headspace uh, podcast, the show where we break down new hip-hop projects. This guy dropped March 13th, 2020 qualifies as new yep. and uh, we're going to give you our thoughts and opinions on each of the tracks involved in this project so that's about the little short synopsis at the beginning what we do here it's going to be a quicker episode because it's only three tracks long but that doesn't mean that we're lacking stuff to talk about because the california ghost king has packed these with uh contents uh big ups to urban logics who just helped uh, link up this whole episode even happening so uh, we appreciate you and that's what's going to go down Sure do. Um, anyway, we like to start off each episode just with a little contextualization of how we are familiar with each artist, just for the sake of it all. In uh, this case, Bonnie, why don't you tell us what you know about the California Ghost King at this point? Um, well, we have um, reviewed one of uh, one of his albums already, so I mean, that, the that's... Pro Tools Calls of Zion. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I mean, that's pretty much what I know. Uh, so we have listened to a whole album, and um, yeah. It's going to keep going. And we've, uh, I mean, I, I like personally have met a couple of the dudes affiliated with mm-hmm. California Ghost King uh, just through the different events they've been involved with and, you know, just the people I've met along the way. They've all been super sincere and great people. Always, like, I just won't forget that. And again, I might just say this a few times on these reviews that the first people to ever hit me up back after saying, we'll get in touch with you one day to perform. A year and a half later, may I add. A year and a half later, they followed up with me and it blew my mind. It was like, that's a level of like... So now that I'm like in my 30s, a year and a half doesn't sound that preposterous Mm -hmm. when I've made people wait probably just as long for things in my life. But like, it was just really like cemented in my mind that that they were good people. And I really just appreciated that. Um, Otherwise, we've uh, hung out with mr urban logics a few times he's a, is a good person and uh basically they're from the sovereign music movement i felt like i should just cite you know the name of the group mm-hmm. yeah, they're founded uh i don't know they're in la and montreal okay i don't know exactly where they're at and but like, i think there's also like you know some of their crews in toronto as well if i'm not mistaken they're, they're like, like spreading yeah um every time we talk to the to mr logics we got an update as to just different moves that could be going on you know the, um but basically they're producing a fair bit of music in my opinion it's of a pretty high quality and as far as i can tell the support that they have in the montreal music scene is pretty yeah. powerful it's at a point where like name dropping urban logics in a conversation with a local rapper gets you cool points so <laughs> i thought that was like just fascinating i'm not really one to do that because i think it's cheeky as fuck to like monopolize your relationships in life like that but i did want to I mean thank- if it comes up honestly that's one yeah like, like that's- i want to thank urban Logics Something for linking else. us and introducing us to California Ghost King's mm-hmm. music because that wouldn't have happened. And even a foundational knowledge to understand that, he gave us some knowledge there. To me, that's really cool. Yeah. Anyway, all that being said, uh, this is the second real exposure to Mr. California Ghost King's music. And um, basically, this is a, a three track project called Slingshot, which 
I had sitting on my computer for a while and I'll be honest, I forgot. And so here we are with our <laughs> late review and we'll have another one from their uh, group coming in the next little while, a couple of weeks. So keep your eyes out for that. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, what do you think about the title and the cover of this project? Um, well, you know, I think it's, uh, it's cool. I like it. Um, I've, I mean, the title is fine. Um, you know, a slingshot. Like that's what comes back, right? It's not like I'm trying to think. Of uh, slingshot's like to, it's like a gun of yesteryear if you think about it, right? Like it's just some rudimentary. Like it's just stick, like that, right? And you like got an elastic band, you put your projectile in it, and then you snap back, and a yeah. slingshot is what David used to, to kill, kill Goliath, Goliath. Yeah, or yeah, a yeah. sling, whatever. Close enough. Yeah. It was a shot from a sling, which is just like another way of making a slingshot. But that's the kind of imagery. And yes, I yeah. listened to the project, so that elicited imagery in hindsight. But it's a cool idea, just the slingshot, because it's such a basic weapon. It's like anybody can craft this shit. Mm -hmm. Anybody can just go pick up a stick. So it's just like a Y with like a, with an, an elastic attached to it and a yeah. rock, right? And like, like a little just... mounty area, like a thicker part to like, but even then you could probably work around it. But yeah, it's any like, you could even do some basic shit with your fingers and pull an elastic band and a piece of paper and snap at a motherfucker and cause some <laughs> shenanigans. But in theory, if you use like a hard enough object like a stone or a pebble or some shit you're effectively moving a high velocity bullet okay and it's a cool idea because if you look at the cover it's like a slingshot being fired and then that that uh, uh that jacket is just so bright i'm like you know what when i looked at this image i said he could be anybody in montreal like there's just a lot of people with outfits like that that just walk <laughs> around i mean usually yeah. you'll see their face more but i think what really strikes me is you have such a basic weapon like this everyday object that you could just pick up and yep. practically makeshift out of nowhere and then you have this guy that could literally just be like like i've never seen a dude's face he could be anybody yep walking around the city with a slingshot ready to cap a motherfucker in like a basic kind of low-tech way. And but it's, it's cool though. But it almost like comes off more dangerous to me than say he was, you know, flossing with a gun. Because this shows like a more visceral, like savage, down-to-earth approach to it all. Like I am willing to come at you with anything I've got. Not I'm willing to come at you when I'm well-equipped and well-armed. You know, like it's a, it's a more... Hmm. I don't know, I just visceral is the right word for it. Yeah, that's cool. Anyway, uh, fun fact about this project, all three songs have a certain word that I'm not going to say. Yeah. I just don't say that one personally. <laughs> Y'all can have your opinions. I don't use it. It's pretty clear why. Either way, the first one is Black Gate, and then it's a pluralized version of the word. I like this beat. I don't know who produced it. I'm certain we can find out and update y'all at a later point. Um, but it's just so funky and bouncy and the sounds go like doo 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 doo. It just kind of makes me feel like this this mushy, happy feeling going hmm. on in my brain when I hear this beat. Like That's cool. Like I would recommend headphones just to get like that enclosed experience. Like I guess I've been like kind of 
in the last couple of years really aware of the difference between like you know speakers and headphones and earbuds and all of these different sound like to me this is some headphone shit like proper over the ear you can hear the fucking booming bass that type of fucking speakers yeah. is your optimal experience but it's well mixed everything is fucking proper but i done talked a lot already i'm gonna talk a whole lot again so bonnie how do you feel about this project um well i definitely agree with you i think it's a really like very like funky sort of beat uh i definitely enjoy it it's very cool and it kind of sounds like like almost like it made me think of like somebody playing with like water like somebody like it almost sounded like water droplets kind of like being played with and like you know because you can make music with water so it kind of sounded like that but in in like a weird sort of like distorted way um so like he's like feeling energy and just sort of like commenting on like what he's seeing and like you know kind of commenting on society and um you know just the way people behave um and he was in some sort of like meeting um i didn't really catch what kind of meeting he was in um it kind of felt like it was because in the context of where he's going on there it was like the industry or to be like successful and he was a young guy yeah i didn't know if it was like a town hall meeting or something like that it's almost like compromised the integrity of being a black man by doing these things is, is what i took through based on where we're at at that point in the song okay um so yeah i'm like but like he was just kind of like astonished i think the fact that change wasn't being made like things weren't being addressed and i think he was just sort of like i said astonished with that kind of uh you know that adults behave like this um which is kind of interesting to to hear that you know that that perspective um and it is pretty good um i did feel like for me like i felt like the production on this one could have been like a little bit better like it's like it was still good it was still sounded cool but i feel like there just was something that like uh, like like an adjustment that could have been made like it just didn't feel like it was completed i'm not sure like so i feel like it's kind of static if i were to have any criticism on the instrumental choice and what i mean is it doesn't change a lot it is basically that loop with small variations for like the whole way and i think part of that is we we're accustomed to intro loops chorus loops bridge loops all these different loops right so in a sense beats tend to evolve more and this is just like one long verse over that mm. thing for like three ish minutes without a whole lot of changing but i happen to really like that groove i thought it like worked and i felt yeah. it the way uh ghost king kind of wrapped over it was versatile and alive enough to like work within the realms of it and show off kind of like a few different flow cases and shit yeah um yeah no i can kind of get where you're coming from where like i imagine if i played this over and over and over again i might get tired of the beat maybe i don't know i just didn't feel like it was like perfect like but i mean i mean i don't know what is right so um <laughs> uh, anyways that's just my opinion um, yeah, i'm thinking it's perfect yeah um so i do find that um there was like a lot like in this song um in in terms of like the lyrics like there was a lot going on like he was talking about kind of issues between races and you know issues towards um black people specifically in the united states and you know questioning like why people behave certain ways and why um you know society feels like they have a you know a, a 
a right to judge people and comment on people's, you know, the things that they do, um, you know, and as well, you know, which we have kind of touched on, um, you know, in the other album that we reviewed of his, um, kind of lots of kind of biblical references and um, again, things I'm not like a hundred percent on, but you know, it kind of can catch some things. Um, but yeah, there's lots about like God and sin um, and just sort of like different religions as well he talks about. So it's kind of like all encompassing. And um, and then it ends, but like, and then it says, but first I've got to make a lot of money, which for me, like it felt off because it just fe- felt like this whole song was talking about like all of these um, people's morals and things like that. And then, and then we're ending with like his desire to make money, which like is you know is also sort of like a sin i guess right so but like i guess it's going to be on how he spends his money and if he kind of puts it into helping fix the whole situation that he sees so like i don't know it felt a little bit like off but like it kind of it did all tie together in like the same sense so i don't know it felt a little bit confusing but you know interesting at the same time um overall i I mean i like this one i found it to be like all right but i felt like there could have been like a little bit something better to it although i'm not sure what exactly so <laughs> i don't know if that helps so i gave this one a, a four on five i definitely feel like it's very message driven and i guess what attracts me to it is a lot more the way he flows ideas sequentially so like it starts off like i only kick that dope spit for dope fiends off that dopamine so you get oh and the, his rhyme schemes are pretty yeah, great it's like it's it's powerful so he's kicking dope bars for dope fiends people who want that shit off that dopamine who vaporized greens with king jeans and caught her wife queen so it kind of paints an image of who his people are like these weed smoking like pride like i i just picture men with like strength in them who respect women who like you know and if you harm their babies or teen they'll go marine people who take care of their own mm-hmm. all of that while rhyming perfectly and leave you slumped in the latrine or lost in a ravine body snatched like my boy spleen snapped by submachines so, I mean, he's just laying down the tenacity of what happens if you cross these people. Yeah. Which is fair. It, it's just, you know, laying out a, a context, you know. Can't walk, he can breathe and drive uh, with drive to feed his seeds with joy. So it's all tambourine, church, and serene on my scene. But what's manifest from colonies 13 is obscene. It makes me want to go Wolverine. So I get the feeling that, like, some shit's getting kind of corrupt and he looks at the situation that's influencing the youth and it makes him kind of pissed off, you know. All these slave signees with head and dirt ostriching so i'm picturing more here like the industry like these people who sign the contracts the people who kind of accept dollars and whatever but at a certain costs you know so in industry you can't moonwalk no more billy jean no bible verse induce love and knowledge no philomene so basically shit's changed it's not the way it used to be you know he was in this meeting uh probably the youngest there seeing a lot of good people got up and immediately started leaving so here he is is that meeting you're seeing as a youth so you can picture him kind of looking at this record industry thing or perhaps some moment where he's seeing people who are players and he's the young one in the room but he's seeing how these good people are leaving and he couldn't believe or process it you know because his mind is old so he understands that this would have the hoods bleeding so as he processes the decisions being made by these corporate systems that are at the cost of the hood and the benefit of these youth it's like looking at that you know um 
and I like when he goes, so it's a complex prison reading. So it's a, and that's, it. so through complex readings, they are far from complex readings because complex is a hip hop magazine that promotes a certain culture, you know? So it's almost satirizing the idea of the, con like how they're creating this complex prison of actions by using magazines like complex to put complex ideas into play, you know? Um, which is something where it's like the industry is effectively a place to corrupt young black youth and have them go through bad choices rather than actually learn or become anything you know so a young black might tune into that training uh in that case tune being the imperative word for the music so he tunes in hears this kind of shit and gets trained and find his moral fortitude waning reaching that crescent and entering heathendom be ridden of a system of victims and rhythms introducing sentences and music ones so effectively it's like the moral destruction via music it would be it you know and then he kind of moves on a bit you know so for me and my kid america's a trap we know the drill and trap and drill are both hip-hop musics which is an interesting point both more violent uh mm, okay. hip-hop musics and then i like this part where he's like i seen greek whining over trump and i'm like did you mean like real greeks like greek greeks like I don't know. But I, I mean, seen, I didn't know why in particular they were being pointed but out. I would just like to say as a Canadian, <laughs> it's kind of weird how much so many people care about Trump. I mean, like Canadians, myself, and the people well, I see everybody, around because he's crazy. But they don't care about <laughs> Trudeau or Canadian politics. The people who care about Trump and follow that dude's politics. But if can't it has be something to do with Trump then they'll care anyway so i thought that was fascinating and i kind of like looked at it like people who are foreign you know like like why do you care about this guy he's not your dude like for one thing that's at least what i took from him maybe yeah. there's some ulterior meeting but it's like there are a lot of people whining over this guy when it's like what like who the fuck cares what random ass canadian montrealer fucking thinks about trump nobody fucking asked our opinion shut the fuck up <laughs> canadians with your damn opinion on trump Fucking worry about Trudeau in our elections. I see weak people whining over Lil Pump. And I like his, like, flow. He's, like, he's, he breaks into, like, this modern kind of flow. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, there are a lot of weak people who, who whine over Lil Pump. Why do people whine over Lil Pump? The dude's just, like, a kid. Like, he's not, I don't even, I think he's 20 now. And it's like, dude owned the charts and got his bag and did his shit. And perhaps he is a complete moral degradation of what we should be representing. But perhaps the men whining about this kid that took their bag aren't very strong if they let this kid come through and take their back like i never understood these old heads who are so pissed off at the youth for doing something that sounds nothing like what they're doing because like public interest isn't there like yeah unfortunately for the california ghost king he's fucking far too smart to ever get a pop audience like he's just too smart like he's never gonna he's gonna get geeks like me feeling his shit because you know literary encompassing and yes over time more and more people i think will become more woke in the sense of caring about literacy but and i don't mean any disrespect california ghost king because yo this shit was meritocracy it would not be like that but the truth is when you have integrity real lyrics and shit you're like probably not gonna do as well as the guy who banged off on gucci gang like that guy banged <laughs> off because moms was singing gucci gang that's why because if you can get the moms the fucking suburban moms who frankly don't care what the songs are about the ones who sang mask on fucking mask like anyway it's a fucking different universe i don't know where i'm going anymore but then i liked where he's like on some bubba gump which is a weed strain shrimps in the mind 
And then Bubblegum Shrimp, I just found out is a real fucking company, but it's also from Forrest Gump. Yeah. Um, but I kind of like how that, like, the shrimps in the mind, like, they're weak in the mind because something like a little pump will fuck you up. It's fucking great. They can rap, but they're blind to the grand design that keeps the, my people frying. I'm pretty sure Crisco, what he references next is that shit that you Crisco use when is, frying um, shit. Like, shortening. Sure. Uh, anyway. And then I like how his whole fucking accenting shifts in the next part when he's like wicked rulers of the ethnos he's the demos against israelite pharaohs who learned to shoot arrows alongside righteous and then he flips it a bit fellows as philistines attack the ghetto that prompts to add close to the narcos and then like the way he's just doing it it's this cool melody to it and it fucking is proper without reading out every other fucking bar in it i did enjoy when he goes uh in an overpriced lease of a hollywood condo with a thought fiend from toronto because that kind of references a little bit of the fake life of Toronto and you could look at their condo situation as like where Montreal's heading and it really is like these fake ass Hollywood condo lives with these I mean there I guess yeah like it just went and then who measures your worth according to the values and principles of OVO Drake's label which is these fake ass Hollywood condo lives with the thoughts and the girls and yeah the underage ladies because remember him and Millie Bobby Brown or whatever were good buddies for a minute when she oh yeah oh oh yeah it's it's a little weird oh, uh, but anyway that. if it's not her it's some other teenage celebrity girl and it was a little weird anyway and then I like your life story determines your diplomacy with my people. God gives no immunity for your mutiny, whether Muslim you be, follow Christianity or Jewry. I'm like, okay, that's a that's fair enough. As a, I mean, I've never heard anyone say Jewry before, but I'm, oh no, you can say it. I mean, I just never heard it. It caught me off guard. I'm like, it wasn't like a bad. It was like, yeah, that sounds appropriate. It was just never heard it. But I liked it because you will merrily float your jewelry down the streams to me. So if this piece will ruin you, it seems that's what it's destined to be because this white supremacist rule been wishing a noose on we. So I appreciate how it's like at the end of the day, your intentions, your purity of who you are, regardless of your ascribed label and situation, doesn't change the fact that your actions and your realness is going to kind of shine through. And yeah, the white folk may have created a system that fucks over other groups of people. That's fair. That's fair. But when you get down to the end of it, you know, uh, I'm here for evolution, so let's get to solutions. And brother, I got a fair contributions, but first, I need 10 mil in my bank. It's like he can come through, he can fix the system, but then it almost outlines like the real problem that I think is facing everyone. If California Ghost King had 10 million in his bank right now, he probably could succeed in a way where I wouldn't be going, dog, Gucci Gang's gonna outperform you because of the pop world and the way that shit is. Having that 10 million in your bank is a powerful fucking tool. Like, yeah. listen, I need 10 million in my fucking bank well, too. Well, I mean, I think anybody would be happy with that. That's true. But not a lot of people need that shit to, to to bring visions to life. A lot of people want that shit. They desire that shit. When I say need, I mean like you have a plan and like it becomes like you literally need this or you can't act upon like the purpose you were put on this earth to do. To me, that's like need shit. Now, do I need 10 million? I mean, I could spend 10 million to build my shit out. I uh, definitely could benefit from that. <laughs> but again, it's not like I'm thinking house and shit. I'm thinking more like infrastructure. I'm thinking more, how could I pay the people I need to pay to get the things I need done? You know, 10 million is a nice number to start building in a competitive world of fucking record labels and shit. Yeah. So I can understand how it looks like a juxtaposition, because it is. 
But it's almost like this blunt reality. Here's the fucking world as I see it. But the truth is I need this or it's almost like I can't do shit. Maybe I misinterpreted it, but that's how I took it. I thought I was fucking clever, smart, and I give it a 4.5. Nice. Um, next up is Dom. All right, Bonnie, how do you feel about this one? Um, I really like the way that this one like kind of opens. and It kind of feels like um, an ominous religious choir or something like singing um so um it starts off it's definitely a little bit more like you kind of get like the feeling right away of like how it's supposed to feel um and this is more about like him and like the rap game um and that he's been involved uh, and doing this for a long time and um you know like he's kind of seen everything he's kind of knows like he's got you know first-hand experience and everything um and he's saying like you know like also like i found something that i thought was pretty interesting and still powerful was uh you know he's saying like when you you know still when you lose a friend it still hurts it still causes pain um and i think that's you know also to say like yeah like this rap game it's it seems like, you know, the life maybe people want, um, but like there are costs that come along with it, unfortunately. Um, so I think that was interesting. Um, I really like his, like, his, his raps are really interesting the way that he does that. And like a lot of the time, like he'll stick with one um, rhyme scheme uh, per like verse or whatever. And it's really like neat the way that he does it and he kind of pulls it in and out. Um, we, like, I, I took, like, a, f- a few lines from, like, the second verse, I believe it was. Um, we saying you insane revolt 45 Colt, make you sane bolt, you sane bolt. So, like, that's kind of, like, what he's saying. Um, with the click clack of the bolt, these dark figures be wild when they off the boat. Slave ships and whips make us blanks because we broke so we still act like blanks when we broke instead of painting pictures with each stroke like period baroque so i thought that that was just like really great like and it keeps going like like that and it's it's just really fascinating the way that he's able to do that and like just kind of make the whole thing kind of work together um and also there's another thing i wanted to mention that he does reference a lot of things from like the 90s so i feel like it's definitely like dating him um but also saying you know that he's kind of been around for a while and he's kind of seen like all of these random things that have happened and if like you know what he's talking about then you know you've been through it like i know what he's talking about so like i mean i've been around for a while so um yeah it's i think it's more just sort of that um as well um and just kind of questioning the freedom that black people have or don't have um, and how kind of, you know, black people and like he's himself included can be uh, dumb for thinking that, that, you know, that there is that, that it's sort of like a, a hopeful, not really hopeful uh, sort of a song, unfortunately. Um, so it definitely has like a cool sound to it. Um, I really like his like rapping style. Um, so I like this one. I gave it a 4.215. It's like, it's like a chart that's over five minutes, but doesn't really have a hook or a chorus. It just kind of keeps going in chunks. And then there's chunk after yeah. chunk after chunk. And each chunk kind of brings an idea. But I realized that like the slingshot is him like taking a slingshot to a corrupt industry right because there is the main focus across each of these songs about like i'm certain like when his use of the the n-bomb it reminds me of that chris rock skit describing how there's black folk and then there's 
and like kind of creating this division of ways of being within you know the community yeah i recognize how delicate the subject matter i'm discussing is but fuck i mean that's just kind of what popped into my head um but still like it's kind of like it's going an attack on a level of ignorance that's being pushed and promoted via certain people typically entertainers you know right. it's kind of what i felt from that but just to go on what you were saying about his rhyme scheme the way he starts this track off like shout out in shots war and he's about that he's coming through but he's about that talented tenth won't peddle my talent for a tenth of a talent to pay for the uh, the rent from my tent that's just it's just dope the way he makes it work we yep. can't overuse shit like that so you know talented tenth well so he's like i guess of the ten percent I won't peddle my talent for a tenth of a talent to pay the rent for my tent. And I think a talent is a reference of a currency. So it's like, I'm not going to short sell myself to pay the rent. Okay. Which is a convoluted way of saying it, but it's dope. Tested, so it's still tempted to tack titanium on my teeth. So, uh, I guess that's like, you know, tempted to like grill up and look a certain way. Is yep. what I would assume at times when I'm weak to get rich and pitch to be deaf dam- jams bottom bitch. But too much iceberg flows through my same slim. I'd rather be its pimp. I think Slim Pimp is a rapper person. Um, I know Def Jam. I know what that is. And I got the point of this is he's too real to sell out to an industry. Too much mileage on that hoe. I drive down a whole new road. And I appreciate that sentiment of just there being too much mileage on the hoe that is the record industry. It's not like a Def Jam. Like, I mean, it's such a legacy name. Like, if you wanted to come through in 2020 and do anything, like, how the fuck do you integrate into a Def Jam culture? Like, it's, like, how do you do it if you're not Method Man or, like, one of I these guys? I- like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it doesn't seem like record labels make a whole lot of sense anymore. If you're trying to be, like, distinct. Anyway, but uh, I like how he kind of goes on and references his name a little bit, you know. But the truth of their existence is totally controlled, you know. That's kind of what it is. So the ghost sing of spring underground until you revolt to become the foretold king has come. You bitch-ass run is done. Get it? The ghost king? Nah, but that's fun. Uh, but I like the fact that he's one of the dudes that's like holding it down, saying there's a reason to fight. There is a revolution that's coming underway. There mm-hmm. is purpose in giving a shit and representing something. And then like to flow it through, like, okay, you guys all play a new little game, but me, I've been rapping before you could buy a book on how to rap because there now are books on how to rap. Personally, I've never read a book on how to rap, but they exist. I've been rapping since when battling could get your whole crew clapped that's fair that's a thing that doesn't happen quite like it used to i've heard some stories of the olden days and most of it for knowledge is saving thyself from catching a rap so in this case it's basically like you're rapping to get out of the situation of catching a rap in this case you know a rap sheet so on sheets of murdered trees i learned reasons to write rhymes these in the pain of disease and loss of identities we still slain uh from these stillbursts we got money from without wealth my people we still hurt and it's almost like it's like going from this battle-esque situation of a certain life to learning how to cope with the mechanism of songwriting to gain money but to realize that without an actual sense of wealth people are still fucked and that's kind of like a reality i kind of understand a little bit because while i'm not black i do come from poverty and not like there's any wealth in my family so it's the realization of like what wealth is and how much it cripples entire situations it's kind of fucked up 
Um, so on Tuesdays and Thursdays, you better watch for the sweep. That line went over my head. No idea what the fuck it meant. But for the rest of the quarter, you better watch out for the king. All right, so come for the king. I mean, this is clear to me. Watch out for him. But yeah, I didn't catch the reference. That'll grow in the sovereign tree because the sovereign move, music movement, and it's like a tree. Yep. And that's pretty dope. They have a tree in their logo. I, I can see the flavicon on my uh, computer right now. None of their roots grow as deep, which is implying that these people who are a little fake or don't have the depth of something like a sovereign music movement, who has been like fucking deep at it, like their their tenure is like legit in terms of all that. Anyway, uh, and then I kind of like the way he he says dumb a bunch. The way he says dumb because the song's called dumb, right? Which I guess it's at funny. first I was waiting, and then I was like, oh, that's what he's saying. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of like just to following up on the Baroque piece, right? So in that part where it's like, you know, the, the bolt part and you're looking at how people just kind of, just kind of play along. But if you were really kind of fighting back and think about it, like there should be some kind of a revolutions, but instead we're all kind of slaves and people are kind of acting broke. So they kind of wild out instead of creating like the magnificence of who they are, like period priests, like a Baroque, which I thought was like really fucking cool. It's like, why don't we treat ourselves like high art? Why does it have to be such a broken down like situation? And why do we have to act the role that was like set up? Uh, Fugazi's on their period over performance placement in smoke. Young and old jokes. White nose labeled distasteful off the coke. Didn't know I was a god. Good thing that you awoke. For if you disrespect the Holy Ghost, your sin's breath may be choked. I think that's interesting because it's basically like you can just picture all these old white dudes sniffing a bunch of blow, <laughs> monopolizing how they can take control of a situation, but didn't actually enforce the idea that these young people could be gods, could be like people that have strength within themselves, so they disrespect themselves in a sense. Anyway, I thought it was just really powerful. And then it just keeps going. Um, I thought it was cool when he goes, pace out hip hop, we sit atop with the gods bars upon bars Kerrigan dancing your knee with the crow Brandon Lee yep. that was a very dated line yep. get you blowing like you was from the set though get it cause Brandon Lee shot himself with the gun and <coughs> he blowed himself um, anyway uh, I'm Batman Batman in the shadow shining uh, light on all the shade they throw or crafting some jade into stone uh, as a maker of high art thou shalt see and it's like you get the sense that he's coming through creating this more cultural impact culturally significant art piece you know and that's kind of what I'm feeling from these yeah. bars and then like his voice gets all fucked up and he's like young dime thought she was an Einstein so she cried when she got sodomized by a Weinstein but we lost Hebrews get killed by the police can we say me too with positions carved out by blue bud slaveholding rules when they sing i was born to be american does that go for slaves too can we truly say me too i thought that was really fucking like way interesting and yep. like dated in a very different kind of way because it's very relevant to today showing yeah so he's got bars from the 90s and then bars from today dropped into the same thing where i think it's dated in a good way like yeah, it shows yeah. the range of it but that's an interesting point like it's basically like saying yo those girls that kind of dress out a certain way until they get harassed by a creepy old guy like Weinstein thought she was all brilliant 
that's like a scenario so i guess there's a criticism for a lifestyle there like you shouldn't act surprised now i have to say that this happens to all women or anything i don't think it was meant to be like that i think it was kind of implying like this is just the other side of the coin so you have all these guys acting hard and playing away meanwhile you have all these women who yeah. act out in a, in a for lack of a better word a hoish kind of way and then all of a sudden you have like these people who might take advantage of that which it's not okay but it's just kind of what it is but then lost hebrews get killed by police can we say me too and then it kind of plays on the idea of me too right yeah and the inclusion of different groups in different situations and uh just the idea i was born to be an american does that go for slaves too and then that's a powerful line to me because it culminates like does it like were the people taken from africa forced on the slave ships to serve at the you know greatness of white men and like is that really the people who were born to be americans is yeah. that what the american dream was really for and i like that kind of level of questioning then you get that chorus comes in where he's like yo fighting for my people free dumb and i like that i like how it's like free dom yeah i'm like that was kind of fun to me and then the way it just kind of ends with the i'm a slay me a giant uh coming after goliath you know like it just i like that because it's like understanding from the jump the complexity of the battle that you're facing like yo to be a revolutionary is like a life of complication of knowing that you're taking on giants being little david so I really appreciate like where he's coming from and I I just like the fact that like people still feel this way and have this level of passion and want to educate and push it like yo we're about to do public enemy right and if we think about that public enemy messaging it's basically a lot of the same shit that was in a core principle kind of way they like taps into the same shit so it's like the fact that there's still people willing to fight and push a message like that to be what could be perceived as a public enemy to me is admirable as fuck i got is another 4.5 um i definitely feel like this goes on like a list of shit to put on when it's time to think i don't know oh, that yeah. i would like jam out to either of these two but i would like put them on when it's time to like feel some shit anyway there's still one more to talk about on this and it's time for that all right, Bonnie, how do you feel about this third track on this trifecta we've been going through? Well, um, so this one, he's basically screaming um, at the beginning of it. So it's quite intense. Um, and he definitely, like, he's spitting, like, hard. And he's talking about that he's dealing with system uh, systemic racism um, and just kind of, like, dealing with all of that. And... Uh, I don't know like there's like all kinds of like references um there were like a i don't know there's nothing that's like really like sticking out for me um but in like the the second verse um you know he's basically like he's kind of like as you're listening to it he, he sort of yells parts of it um so it like it adds to like the weird uh, eeriness kind of like urgency of this song um and like he you know at the end he's sort of like he's all types of like n-words whatever um i guess and he's kind of saying like he could be you know any black guy or whatever because that's kind of how he feels while at the same time being any particular black guy that you know you have um an opinion about or 
uh, stereotypical opinion about, you know, like he's, you know, all of them. He's everybody. Kind of like uh, Whitney Houston when she's like, I'm every woman. Sort of like that, but a little bit different. Um, <laughs> so it's pretty um, intense and powerful. And I like that he's, he definitely is energetic on this, uh, on this song for sure. Um, so it's definitely, like, like I said, intense and powerful and, um, yeah, it's pretty strong. So I give this one a 4.4 on five. I like it cause I feel like it's an interesting twist. The other songs seem to kind of like comment on that word talking about other people. Mm -hmm. In this case, he's flipping it saying, all right, y'all have it in one direction. Meanwhile, I'm this version of it. I'm that guy to come through. And he kind of like flips it and shows that like, you know, almost takes the power back with it. You know, I'm that uh, to kill that one. So I'm the one that's coming after you. Like, I'm the one that's going to destroy the culture that represents this term. Like, we're going to flip some shit with a slingshot to the dome piece. Mm -hmm. So it kind of letting you know he's got a slingshot. He's bringing it to your dome piece. And also, like, piece. the fact that he's, you know, So it's it. like a slingshot to your head. You know, it's kind of like flipping the idea of a gun in general. But, like, yeah. I, I thought it was cool because it could also just be a gun. Um, but also, you know, it brings you back to like the, you know, killing of Goliath, right? Like yeah. how this little, this one little guy was able to like overcome this like huge, you know, because wasn't he supposed to be like a giant or something like that? Like he was, you know, was this, giant. this huge giant man. Um, and I think in this case, it's something that's, you know, systemic racism that he's kind of having an issue with. So like that's the giant that's in front of him that he's trying to kill. That's fair. Um, so I noticed that the verses in this one are a little more reference driven. So the hidden figures to that when kids see ghost, kids get it. Mm -hmm. He's the California ghost king, but kids see ghost is, is an album from Kanye West and kid Cootie. So I thought that was fascinating because it's a relatively recent album. I guess it dates you, but it's dated in a more modern way. Yeah. Um, I'm that one. So it's cool because like people see the hidden thing he's that guy is coming through um francisco Miranda's pulling triggers i don't know who that is it's fine and all that mongre sangers even before i grew fingers a dead is all she saw that i am but i killed my dead so that's all that's left is i am and i feel like it's again it's like going through this internal process of overcoming and shit so to the point where he's got more influence than ye more clout than jay which i mean I hear words like that and I get what people are trying to say, but I, I take these words like in a literal sense. It's kind of hard to agree, but I get what you're trying to say. It's like on a spiritual level, he's absolutely probably correct. Like at a spiritual strength kind of way, he's got more influence and clout than both of these yeah. men. And you know what? I would agree. Everybody and their brother spits harder than Coombs dancing after Yahweh took Biggie away. Because I don't think Coom spits very hard. But it's still clever and shit, right? He's bringing up all these greats and, and uh, just flowing it through. Yeah. New Fruits Black to keep you enslaved. Which is an interesting thing because, like, Kanye is very big on the idea of new slaves and shit. So, um, this, the outgroup with the hate, though I hate. Uh, sorry, this the outgroup without the hate, though I hate. So it's like he's coming through without hate in his heart, but he's hating a bunch of shit that's out there. There's bad things going through. So it's like he's 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 picking these bigger figures within the hip-hop culture who represent a certain degree of poison that he wants to kind of take out. Like, that's what he's going for. So then you get to, like, the other thing. We've overcome systemic racism. When we know and understand how we became and are still... When we know and understand how we became and are still slaves to them, but who is them? We'll keep listening and see that big King Cali is guaranteed to drop that gem. So it's like, 
I guess commenting on how we've over like I feel like that was a little more of an ironic line like how is it that we've overcome anything when we're still slaves to them but whatever who's them you don't understand check it I'm gonna show you what's up and then he proceeds to list a bunch of albums from Winton Marsalis who I literally had never heard of before this point so I suppose the education for me is to go listen to them and figure out why California Ghost King drops four of his albums in a row with I'm the Blood on the Fields Black codes from the underground from plantation to penitentiary the ever funky lowdown what's cool is that it kind of conveys this revolutionary rags to riches kind of spiritual journey through these words with that you know tone of dealing with the racial divide of shit and so it's pretty clear what he's trying to say with those titles making it clever but it does make me want to know more about who this guy is right because yeah without google this i wouldn't have understood shit so thank goodness there's google <laughs> they minds bodies and their souls be weak with strong seats at fashion week that's fair that's a bunch of little petty fuckers who are up front on fashion week but have nothing going on but they have clout and shit you know yep. triple stick star sweets that sweep secrets over to sheep i love the alliteration there it's fucking dope to be that faith leap assassin's creed we got front row seats washing america bleed make america great again then deport all europeans because 1865 was a lie so it was 1960 civil rights that boy rick sure looks slick with the patch over left eye i just kind of like that um yep in general it's like this commentary on how a lot of the a lot of the bullshit of what america is is just that and i do like the idea of watching america bleed right now you can kind of see it playing out in real life modern television as that country's fucking imploding at the moment um and there is a lot of interesting commentary on the civil rights the more i learn about it the more it could be argued that it wasn't necessarily the greatest thing to happen to the hood it might have been an interesting move but it might not have like it, it didn't end things it just shifted shit yeah like it, it's like people act like it's over but it's not it's still got a lot of problems yeah anyway um so i i just like therefore i use my mind's eye to divide and conquer the frolicking lies yeah for now we'll take the pulitzer prize until the most high hears our cries and brings pharaoh america down with 10 plays before our eyes then blast into the chorus and i guess it is a really powerful idea of just holding firm fighting strong until god comes and destroys the mighty empire that's fucking it up like america is nothing other than a modern egypt where you have black folk representing the ancient hebrews and being the slaves building up a system yep. which is kind of what a lot of the entertainment industry has done to people in a lot of ways especially if it brainwashes people to pursue activities and lifestyles that put them in jail where effectively the 13 the men may create slave labor you know like there's so much twisted shit like that i like this one a little bit more than the other one so i gave it a 4.6 nice. i felt like it had an energy where like i yeah, could bet sure. this one like sounded like it would be the most fun to see perform live <laughs> in my opinion that was about it yeah uh so i guess for like this little three track ep situation uh i gave it a 4.6 i thought it was well rounded like I don't think it's fair to put EPs against albums because they're kind of different beasts. Putting 12 tracks together like Pro Tool, Calls of Zion is true, a more true, impressive true. feat than three tracks together. But, yo, these three tracks do a lot to make me feel like I'd be hyped to see what he drops next. Like, I'm a, I like the idea of learning knowledge through bars. I feel like music's a powerful way to combat a lot of the ill sources of information and the truth is if you speak truth through music and it's banging enough you can influence people if people can hear some shit like this they how many people like 
I watched this Public Enemy documentary and how many people were saying, like, the first time they heard Malcolm X's name was in Public Enemy's bars. So they all went ahead and, like, read that shit. So just, like, looking at the power of music and revolution, it's like, this is this is a powerful way to get the point across. And I really respect and admire that shit. And I think that the three songs have a distinct feel to each of them. They definitely carry a story of painting out the industry and its toxic nature for what it is and then representing California Ghost King as the solution to the problem. Yeah. I liked it. Hmm. Um, Yeah, I mean, I gave this uh, overall uh, 4.2 on 5, so it's an 84%. Um, Overall, I liked it. Um, I think that, it, it. I mean, his style and, like, his flow is really interesting and the way that he... Um, rhymes is always like great um, so I very much enjoyed that um, it's fun kind of like listening to um, like a more kind of local rapper and I like kind of like the the references that kind of get thrown in um, you know here and there um, although there wasn't too much about Montreal but uh, on this one but I don't know. There's something about it that just like makes me want to listen to it because I feel like it has like a Montreal influence in it, uh, which is always nice. So uh, yeah, overall pretty good. So thank y'all for watching this. We appreciate you being here with us. Definitely check out the California Ghost King Otter stuff. Should be linked below. Um, and support them because that's cool. That's what we like to do here. Yeah. Um, let us know what you thought in the comments, what you think of Mr. California Ghost King's work. Uh, definitely like the video if you did. Um, then you can uh, subscribe to the channel for more reviews. And special thanks to the patrons. There's Milga Dempsey, Chris Powder, Jonathan Barnes, DJ Black Hurricane, Lindo Williams, and Scribble. They're dope. They support what we do. Yes. Help us um, get to the next level. If you want to see us review albums, it's a great way to get us to do it in your time timeline more so than my timeline um but yeah if you want to see us grow that would be super helpful and i make music myself you can check that out on spotify's and whatnot links all that in the description on top of that on this channel so yeah it's a pleasure being here with y'all live long and prosper everybody bye guys go wash your hands